1: back it's now with Dave Brown on AMI let's head into Sudbury Ontario to meet up with community reporter Guy Carrier. hey good morning Guy how are you good morning Dave how you doing I'm doing well always nice to chat with you Guy you wanted to share an update a health update here on your uh, guide dog Dixon how's Dixon doing what happened uh so he's uh, at the
0: moment he's doing better he's still uh, recovering um so I just wanted, uh, just to mention that just so people know that, you know, guy dogs aren't invincible. Um, so he had, uh, he had went to the vet about six months ago and they had noticed uh, a few little lumps, um, on his, his rib cage area. And they, they said that they were, uh, probably just fat deposits, uh, nothing to be concerned about. Uh, but then when I brought him in for his last checkup, they did find another one, uh, in a different area that was definitely different, a uh, different, different nature, different texture, um, and then the vet uh clearly stated that it you know it it may or may not be cancerous it's definitely different um so we made the decision to to just have the the surgery have the lump removed have it sent out to be tested um so this happened last wednesday uh as of yet i still have no results uh, from the testing i'm hoping they're going to get back to me soon um but uh he is doing well now he's he's taking it easy he's having some some much deserved time off um you know just letting things heal and uh keeping our fingers crossed uh but uh definitely these uh these animals are are, they're beyond a member of the family Uh, Yeah. yeah so it's uh it really it really pulls on your heartstrings when when something's not going right with them
1: yeah, yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that. I know that's uh, that's certainly uh, a, a lot of stress for you and the family to take on. As you say, uh, a service animal is beyond just someone who works with you. A service animal does become a uh, part of the family. So good to hear that he's getting a little bit of yeah, downtime here. Right. And we'll keep our fingers crossed too and send our best hopes that uh, that, that the biopsy comes back clean on the, uh, on the surgery and that the recovery continues to go well and he can get back to work uh, sometime soon. But listen, everybody deserves a summer break, even the guide dogs. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, he, couldn't, he couldn't have picked a better time to take some time off. Yeah, exactly. You know, the dog days of August, literally yeah. speaking. Uh, let's uh, let's yeah. jump over to uh, CNIB <laughs> and the Connecting the Dots events that are going to be uh, going on over the next couple of months because registration for these events are now open. So, Guy, yeah, I know we've talked about this on the show before, but give me uh, some insight here onto this year's conference.
0: Uh, yeah, so definitely, I'm, and I'm really excited for this one because uh, now that I'm a member of the team, uh, I get a first-glance first, uh, first glance view as to how it operates and how the planning is going. Um, and the thing that's exciting about this year is it's actually going to be a hybrid event. Um, so rather than doing that strictly online, remote-type uh, uh, networking and, and uh, conferencing, um, we're going to be offering two different platforms. Uh, so there will be a, a French as well as an English uh, online version uh, that people can join. Uh, the French version will be on October 8, 12. No, October 18th.
1: I, I can I can uh, hit, I, uh, I've got the dates right in front of me. Yeah, I can I can hit them for if I you want. I got
0: so many dates in my head. Yeah, here.
1: listen. I guess the twelfth. Yeah, let, let let me hit the dates and then and then I'm yeah. going to ask you where folks can register because we've got October the twelfth in person in Montreal. Then on the eighteenth yes. we have the virtual French language conference. That's kind of cool. You can do the in-person uh, yeah. and then do the virtual if you want to. Then October twenty, uh, October 20th, we've got Toronto in-person. And then on October 25th, there's the virtual English conference. Uh, but don't worry, folks, out there out west because October 27th is the in-person event in Calgary. So a couple events coming down the pipeline there. So you could uh, go to one in-person and go to one online. Or if you're bilingual, you could go to four different events which would be a uh, pretty dope as you get around, uh, Gee, uh, what, what how, how can folks uh, register for this event and, and anything you want to highlight just as we're talking about the registration opportunities?
0: Yeah, definitely for highlighting. Um, like I mentioned, the fact that, that we're going to be doing a hybrid option, uh, it's a great opportunity for people to get in-person experience. Again, I know uh, a lot of people have been really missing that, that interaction. Um, you know, it's going to focus definitely highly on education and technology uh, and employment. And that's that's the piece where I come in uh, as a member of the come to work team. Um, so definitely we, we do the, you know, the virtual networking stuff and it is definitely beneficial uh, to participants. But having the the in-person interactions and having that that in-person networking, um, I feel as though that's going to really elevate uh, the experiences for individuals.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm a little bit shy sometimes when it comes to these in-person, these in-person events. But I know anytime I've gone to a lot of the CNIB events, the technology fairs, the connecting the dots, whether I've been covering them as a journalist or whether I've just been there. I always find they're so welcoming. Mm-hmm. People people are always really interested to talk <laughs> so to you. Funny. I find I tend to post up around the vendor section because the vendors are obviously by their nature interested in talking to you. And next thing you know, you find yourself yeah. in three or four conversations and then the ball's rolling. You've ripped off the band-aid and now you're just making small talk like a pro.
0: Exactly. I mean, if you're lucky, if you're coming down to Toronto, uh, maybe we'll get to shake hands.
1: No way. You're going to be at the Toronto events.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right on, Gee Carrier making his way all the way to the big smoke into the big city with Gee. I like that one. <laughs> hey, uh, Gee, I'm just going to give people a little bit of more contact information here. Of course, cnib.ca is is a great way just to kind of get going. And then there's a really, <laughs> really long website here that I'm not going to read on air, but it will go up on the blog ami.ca/slash now blog. But if they do want to learn more about some of the work that you're doing, they can send you an email at come to work at cnib.ca come to work at cnib.ca is an email address. And again, I'm going to give those dates one more time because I kind of hodgepodge them before. October the 12th, 2022, that event is in Montreal in person. October the 18th, 2022, that's the virtual En Francais, French language conference. Then we've got October 20th, 2022 in Toronto. That's where Guy and I may shake hands. October 25th, 2022, that's the virtual English conference. And then for our friends out West, October the 27th in Calgary for the in-person events. Come to work at cnib.ca or cnib.ca to learn more. Guy, unfortunately, this is going to be the last time you're joining us for a community report. You've been working with now with Dave Brown and live from Studio 5, the show's predecessor, since 2017. My goodness, Guy, we are going to miss you. We're going to miss your sense of humor. We're going to miss the fishing updates. Hey, man, uh, what are some of your favorite memories and, and what are you off to? What, what are you doing? What's next for Guy Carrière?
0: Uh, so definitely hitting on some of the memories. Uh, I think back, um, I think it was 2018, uh, obviously pre-COVID, uh, I did have an opportunity to come down to Toronto uh, and I got to do my my segment live in-studio which was a great opportunity. I got to meet a lot of the people behind the scenes, uh, shake some hands, you know, um, I think that was by far my most memorable experience uh, with AMI up until this point. Um, really what's, what's coming down the pipeline for me is uh, I'm going to continue doing what I do with CNIB, uh, working with people with sight loss. Um, I'm going to still try to pursue a career in social work, obviously. Um, Fishing is definitely going to be at the top of my list, no matter what. And uh, I, I really hope that uh, we cross paths once again.
1: I agree, Gee. Hopefully, we get a chance to connect. Hopefully, it's uh, in October when you're down here in the big smoke. So until then, sir, we thank you for all your years of tremendous work here on this show. And uh, we appreciate it. Best of luck with the fishing. Best of luck with the career. And we'll talk to you soon. Wonderful. Thanks, Dave. You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review.
0: Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.